Greetings and welcome to another exciting episode of the Why I Love Disney podcast. I'm here with David and JD. Hey, why do you guys love Disney today? Gosh, I love Disney today because I've had a stressful day already and I can just escape and talk to you guys about movies <laughs> and Disney parks. I mean, how fun is this? This is why I love Disney. <laughs> That's a good reason. I, I'm excited because uh, we're our family's headed back in just a few weeks. Oh and, yeah, and uh, it's been it's been uh, a long time since we were all there together. So uh, right before Have the you pandemic. That so yeah, did you announce that on the last episode? I think I did. Okay, it because summer. Let me let me just throw this out there. We apologize for not being super like on top of weekly episodes in the summer. But hey, this is the first summer we've ever made episodes. So the fact yes, that we're yeah. doing any is way ahead of the game. <laughs> These summer schedules are crazy. And I know um, it, it's it's a little bit of a chore to get us all together. But um, but you I, you might have. I feel like you mentioned it. I know I don't know if you just told me told me or if you said it on the podcast. But you are taking your entire family to Disney in just a few weeks. Isn't that right? Yes, this is uh, my wife and I, our three kids, my daughter-in-law, and my uh, daughter's boyfriend. Includes JD, right? Yeah, includes JD. All right, and it helps that he has a season pass because he's free. So, you know, (laughs) he can just add him in. Yeah, (laughs) we'll just drive up. I guess we'll go, I guess. I mean, if we have to. (laughs) Dude, that's awesome. Go ahead. No, where are you staying? We're staying at uh, the Wilderness Lodge. Okay, what's your room number for all our guests? So we can like, I'm <laughs> 17, totally 20. <laughs> I don't even know what the room numbers are. So awesome. So if any this, guests, this would is like our to meet first. Guys this is dinner, our first. This is our first time staying there. So we're excited. Yeah, I've heard great things about that. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to hear your experience and for you guys to report back. Yeah, we've yeah. been there and we've eaten re- at restaurants there, but we've never stayed there. So it's going to be new. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, yeah. uh, what are you, uh, real quick, real quick before we move on to the show, what are you most excited about anticipating in your return to the Disney parks for, are you staying a week, I, I, I presume? Yeah, but, yeah. I, but yeah, we're staying a week. I the think I'm most looking forward to, uh, I mean, I've been a few times in you know, the past couple of years with, with JD. And so when we go, it's, it's a conquering uh, kind of thing. I mean, we're there to do it all and we're there to make sure we do everything new and, eat everything that's new and and we 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 can go 25,000 steps in a day. I mean, we move. Mm-hmm. But when but I, what I'm looking for with this one is just our family all being together. I know every, our group all moves at a different pace. It's very hard to plan like where we're going to cuz everybody's up at different times and stays up at different times. So my goal is just to enjoy the family, spending time with family. Whatever I get to do is going to be great. I've done it all except for a couple of things. So I do want to ride uh, Guardians of the Galaxy this time, but I think I've done everything oh, yeah. else. So, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. And maybe your last chance nice. to ride Splash Mountain before they close it down and change it. That's right. Before it becomes Tiana's Bayou Adventure. That's Which right. is part of the Disney news. I know that was on your list. Let's. So, mm-hmm. what have we heard about yeah. that? There's we moving forward with it. We knew the announcement was made what, during the pandemic or very early on in the pandemic. Yeah. So it's been several mm-hmm. years. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so they finally released some uh, some concept art for it, which is really exciting. You get to see that. Um, they've released a little bit of news as far as what the ride's going to be like, if it's going to follow the movie or not. Um, Dad, have you seen any? I've seen so. Yeah. It's, uh, Tiana's Bayou Adventure. I believe it's coming 
Is it summer of 2024 or just 2024? I think I heard summer of 2024. That's what I. Mm-hmm. That's what I have my in my mind anyway. But uh, yeah. But the 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 new the idea is that probably it will go down soon. Uh, I think it'll wait till Tron opens. So that might be why yeah. everybody's anticipating that Tron might somehow open up before the end of 2022, so that Tiana can can go down. Because if if um, if uh, Splash Mountain goes down before. Uh, that the other ride opens, it's going to be a, that's a lot of people that can't, you know, to where are they going to go? So this is going to make the lines one less line and make all the lines way longer. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, which, which people saying, people saying Tron being done this year is like a crazy thing because it doesn't look like, like, like it's close, but also when you really think about the timetable of the timetable of, okay, this started in what, 2019 when they started construction on it, maybe 2018, it's like it's been a it's been a hot minute. Like, yeah, it's like you always go back and remember they built Disneyland in about a year. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's like why I don't know why it takes so long to build one attraction these days, but uh, a lot more regulations, I'm sure. So yeah, well, haven't they, haven't they been like testing the track? Like they're running carts. Like, yes, and, but they still have, have people been on it yet. I haven't seen anybody announce that they saw people, but they've seen the 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 you know the trains running and the, uh, but they've still got to get the the Walt Disney World train working, and that's not yeah. even done. And Gosh. so there's a, there's a and lot that's of such things. a fun attraction, you know. Like I even forget about it because it, I don't think I mean that's been out since the beginning of my annual pass. Yeah, and I that's think- that's one of those great rides like the People Mover where it's like no matter how crowded the park is you can just hop on that thing and just people watch which is a lot of fun yeah so i'm excited for that to be back too that'll be a great thing yeah i missed that it's a it's like a classic yeah. that just has gone away mm-hmm. well what else on the disney news front have you yeah. guys have you guys seen or things you're excited about just curious things you've you've noticed or things you've read over the last few weeks since we've been together um so a couple of things about this summer um, they just announced, well, they've announced it before, but there's a new Woody's Roundup Rodeo Barbecue. Um, they announced it's coming, but they just officially for sure said it's coming this summer um, in Hollywood Studios, probably Toy Story Land, but a yeah. barbecue place. That will be really interesting to try out. Um, the, again, the concept art for that looks just great because it basically looks like Toy Story Mania but in restaurant sit-down form. Mm-hmm. Um, so that will be a fun try. Um, but, Dad, what was the thing about Fantasmic? What was that news? Well, they just keep saying it's one step closer, but I have not seen a date yet. I keep seeing things about it in the so, news. Yeah. But, but man, that I hope, and that's I really hope that that's open I, somehow by the time we're there in August. So that I'm would, looking here at Walt Disney World Magic, actually, headline from five hours ago. Um, it takes Fantasmic takes another step towards its long-awaited return to Walt Disney World, in that um, crews run through firework tests at the Hollywood Hills Amphitheater. Wow. So after numerous delays, I'm reading from their website. Disney is still to announce the opening date of Fantasmic, like you just said, but the company says the show will return this year, and we Gosh. expect to see the show make a fall 2022 debut, Ugh. giving Disney a much-needed marketing opportunity for the latter months of the year. Oh, well, so there you it. go. Dang. <laughs> dang it, dang it, dang it, dang it. That's my favorite show. So they need to get that going as quickly as possible. Man, I but was It, it sounds like it's going to be going before your your season, your annual pass runs out, right? Well, so it ends in September. I mean, 
ideally we'll renew it. Uh, <laughs> okay. But we'll see. Gotcha. But um, it it does end uh, September 10th is the last day that we'll go. So um, I know you do get a good discount um, when you renew. It's not full price after you pay the first one. Ooh, nice. So that will be interesting to see what those prices are like. After you after you bite the bullet with the first one, how good of a discount do you? I mean, it's been totally worth it for me and McKay. I mean, we've gone. I can't even remember how many times we've been this year. Uh, so it's definitely been worth it. Um, but some other news, something that is for sure here uh, and coming is a new feature on the My Disney Experience app, which is a brilliant innovation to the app. It's a feature where you can put in your parking location in the beginning of your park day, and then they'll remind you and they will take you to your parking spot um, through location. They'll take you back to your parking spot. So a lot of people forget where they parked, and then they spend the last hour of their day roaming around that parking lot when their feet are on fire. <laughs> uh, I speak from experience because this has been me so many times. So I will definitely be using this feature uh, but it was a great idea, again, because the parking lots are just so big, you yeah. know, and it, it feels like a week has gone by. If you go park, you know, rope drop to park close, it feels like there's just been so much going on and you often forget. So great new feature. Good job, Disney. Yep. That's going to be great. We always yeah. try to take a picture of where we are. If nothing else, we can look at yeah. the at the markings on the floor and on the parking lot, but. Yeah. That'll be nice to have for when you forget. Yeah. And I'm taking yeah. you guys on a roller coaster because we keep going up and down on the Disney news. Some sad Disney news for all the nostalgic nostalgic people out there is, you know, when you drive into the park and there's that uh, Tower of Terror sign, I, they just yeah. took it down. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah. Super sad for me because I always have loved seeing that Tower of Terror. You know, it looks retro, but I guess they're not going for a retro vibe anymore. <laughs> so they, they took it down. Yeah, I wonder if it just, if it got completely just broken to pieces or like if, you know, it'll end up in like John Stamos's living room yeah. <laughs> with all his other Disney yeah, memorabilia. probably will. There's going to be a little black market uh, Disney auction later this week and it will sell for $2 million or something crazy. <laughs> They've done that before. I remember when they had... There were there were pins years ago that like in the pin like you could get a piece of a railroad tie in the pin or a piece of a flag from the castle oh, wow. built into the pin where they take the wow. they take scraps and you know give you a little piece of history. That's pretty awesome. Um, I, I've been I've been kind of perusing through different construction projects going on. Have you guys heard of anything? Um, new or almost completed. Have you heard also any updates on kind of ride times and uh, on the new uh, Cosmic Rewind, Guardians of the Galaxy ride at mm. Epcot? I've, has that been going pretty smoothly and well? I, I haven't heard any, like, usually there's a headline if something goes wrong, and I have yet to hear any. Well, so the, no news, good news? The, the good news that I've heard that I'm, I'm hoping and looking forward to is that although the, the um, well, J.D. helped me with the right language, the, the, the prepaid... The prepaid, yeah. where you pay the premium price, Genie. Genie Plus, but the premium price where you buy the yeah you buy the Lightning Lane where you buy it. Uh, that, call it call it Super Genie Plus. Yeah, <laughs> at seven o'clock those <laughs> those sell that. out immediately. Like yeah. they're gone. Okay, yeah, they're gone. Imme- is it is it is it is it buy them or is this a lottery? 
on got cosmic aroma. Wait, so you're talking about the process yeah. of well, buying you have the to log in and links? get them at seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah, so they keep switching up the system. Right. Luckily, the the resort it ends up going to all the resort people staying at the resorts because they don't have to. Again, it's always changing, but. I remember when you and me went, we couldn't get a rise or resistance pass because we had to wait until the park opened right. to buy and that. And then they were gone. Line. But the people who, yeah, and then they were gone. So people are running into the same thing with the Cosmic Rewind of, well, unless you're staying at a resort, you're probably not going to get that lightning lane. So you're just going to get put into the queue, which that is just at the luck of the draw of if your phone can get you in an early Right, but when queue. we when we did Rise of Resistance the first time, it was you just had to get a, in the virtual queue. They weren't charging. Are they are they charging yeah. extra for Cosmic Rerun yet or is it just a virtual queue? No. It's No, you so there's a lightning lane that anybody for the premium rides can buy until they sell out, but besides that there's not a regular line. You can't just right. go hop in the right. line. For Cosmic Rewind, you have to get in the queue. Well, what I go. was going to say is that I've heard that yeah. it's it's all you know. Unless you're in a deluxe resort, you're not going to get you're not going to get Cosmic Rewind at yeah. seven. But that at one o'clock, or when you can when you can try again, they don't go as fast. You have a much better chance if you didn't get in the first time. Yeah. So that's at least good because yeah. again, we'll we'll have we'll have two yeah. options. We have two days set aside for Epcot while we're there. So hopefully. We'll, we'll be able to work it out at least mm-hmm. one of those days. Yeah, I'm excited for y'all to do it because I, I really did enjoy it. I didn't have any bad experience about it. The only negative thing I've seen about the ride, which is just from one source, um, apparently they had to increase the amount of trash cans at the end of the ride for people getting nausea and getting their, little, their stomach upset, <laughs> which I did not – nobody on my ride, in my experience, I only rode it once – Nobody was running towards anything for a trash can, um, but it does spin a little bit. So, I mean, definitely don't go eat a big meal at, you know, some don't eat a big course right before. But it wasn't that. It wasn't bad. No, that's that's actually um, I've heard that as well. And it, some of mm-hmm. it could be due to the length of the ride. I mean, it's a lengthy, yeah. close to four minutes yeah. that you're on this roller coaster. That's more than than a lot of other things. So most people's bodies just aren't used to that. But you know what would be interesting? I'd love maybe on our next episode, if you guys could do some research, and I will as well, what are tips? This would be something I'd be fascinated to hear. What are Mm. tips for riding roller coasters without getting sick? (laughs) Because I've had days in a park where I like ride something and I'm like out out for the count for three hours, right? And as Mm. I've gotten older, it's gotten worse. But there are times like if I'm, and I don't know what it is, but if I, and maybe if I eat just enough, but not too much, or if I'm hydrated or... Um, there are different tips or where, when you ride it in the day and what's next. Um, there are times that I'm just absolutely fine. Nothing bothers me whatsoever. And knowing the kind of rides, like at Universal, I know Hulk and the Rip and Rocket roller coaster thing is going to knock me around and give me a headache. So I plan those strategically. But I'd love to know your thoughts, maybe not right now, but take some notes and do some research, you yeah. know, for everything from Dramamine and different tips people do to help you get through a day of, of riding these big thrill rides without, you know, uh, getting sick, especially for guys like me and David who are getting a little bit older. <laughs> well, I definitely <laughs> think that one uh, one thing about Cosmic Rewind, Cosmic Rewind is that you're on a roller coaster and you're looking at screens. And so that that's yeah. a it's when you can't or or, mm. or rides like um, Star Tours where 
you're moving, right. but your but your eyes can't figure out where you know where you really are. We we experienced that on the cruise ship when we did the Disney cruise. Uh, we got caught in a really big, big, big storm. I mean, it was so the the boat was rocking so much that you had to hold your hands on the hallway oh, as you're going down because it, it's, it's moving <laughs> back and forth like this. So if you did, your brain can't figure out it, it can't see, it can't see what that you're moving. It, the, your Horizon. brain thinks the hallway right. is straight, but you're, you're, you're going like this. So that's what makes you, uh, I did all right on the cruise. I did not get, I did not get sick. I was like the, the one in our group that somehow, yeah, we, I, I wasn't that. Yeah, John guy. David and I were yeah, about we, the only two. I, we definitely all, all the girls. We had a couple of nights where it was, just, yeah, just it was guys' night every night. We'd just go to a show and that's funny. <laughs> we'd come back to some. Sick, oh, but it, but it, I tell you that research it, that I want to talk about. It was about so that. bad that when we went to the show, it smelled like people had been throwing oh up, gosh. and like you had we. That's why we had to leave. John David was like, "I don't think I can do this. I got to get up." And we, we got we had to leave the show because it smelled like. Somebody had used their sick bag in the, but they, they and, and and even oh. half the half the cat half the cast was out. It was the boat was so bad wow. it made so many people sick. They said it was one of the worst ones they had ever had. But it only lasted for about two days. It lasted about two days. Lucky you two guys. days, and then everything got better. But it took a lot of people out. You know, the crazy thing. Did you hear like glass breaking and stuff no. crashing? It was like that. No, and okay. I always think that's like, why when we know, went to the show. Cars. I was like, I've got to. We've got to go to this show. I've got to see how they're gonna how they're gonna dance. Like, how are they gonna do this? Because it's <laughs> shaking. Yeah. I mean, it was so. Uh, it was so extreme. Like when they. And, I love that. That's the first thing you think of, David. You're like, we got to see the show. How are they going to dance with this rocking boat? <laughs> this is going to be amazing to watch them falling yeah. everywhere. I people are that. like, you know, and when you when you get when there would be a line, people were just sitting down in line because you couldn't really stand. It was it was just too much. It was just better just to sit down and wait than to to try to keep moving like this. But yeah, that was a great. And, and even when we did the when you when you board, they did this emergency training where they walk they want to walk show you how to and it was raining and, and storming so bad outside that we couldn't we couldn't even get on the, get out on the deck to do what they wanted people were like nope i'm not going out there <laughs> i'm not doing it <laughs> it was crazy that's awesome yeah it was crazy well that that sounds like are y'all drama mean people i've never taken it but uh yeah, I should have probably on that trip. I don't like it no. because it's it it, it, yeah. it can make you drowsy, like it can knock you out, and it's yeah. never as fun. But it works; it definitely works. Yeah. Well, anyway, so, that was just about, my one tip. About, was I, you know, I if do, you know that you get if screens and things like that uh, get you, that's that's probably going to be you know a, a normal roller coaster doesn't get me unless uh, uh, sure. Like if we rode um, Expedition Everest. It's like one of those that, like, if you time it right, you yeah. can ride it two or three times in a row. But that G force of when it goes backwards, if I do that about four times, then I'm like, well, I shouldn't have done that. That was, that was a little too much. Yeah, I'll feel that one too. It's funny because you wouldn't think it's, it, I mean, that backwards, I mean, you really yeah. do feel it because it just presses. But especially your if body. you do it more than once, then it'll, it'll get me a little bit. Well, yeah. I also mm -hmm. think th there's an interesting concept. And you know, this is a whole topic I think we could do for a segment in a podcast in the future. But I remember the first time I rode Forbidden Journey um, um, back, I guess, right when it was brand new. 
Like yeah, I've it heard made that. me sick. Like I was woozy getting off of it. But as I've now that now that I've done it, it doesn't make me sick anymore. I think there is something to you. You get a little more familiar yeah. with it. And it's not nearly as bad the second time as it is. And was I've definitely the first heard time. people say it's that certain certain places on Cosmic Rewind might make you sicker than others. I've heard people say if you think you're going to get sick, sit in the middle because you can see things better. JD, you might know better than I, but if you're on the ends, mm-hmm. you're you're maybe you're moving your head more and spinning around. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely would say don't feel like you have to see everything. I could see if you're really trying to see everything, you're flipping <laughs> that head around. That just the thought of that makes me sick. I was pretty just kind of go with the flow. I was listening to the music in the in the little headset thing in the back, and I was like, okay, I was jamming. I wasn't too too. The last out time I went with, anything. you know, I've always thought I was just say the last time I went with JD and McKay. First. McKay loves the teacups. And uh, nobody in my family is a fan of the teacup. So I was like, yes, come on. And so JD and, <laughs> and I got on there with her. And she she took it, uh, she took it pretty fierce. She was she was spinning pretty hard. Yeah. She was spinning that thing around. Yeah. yeah. So that's funny you say that. I think I mentioned it when we on our universal trip, they have a teacup ride that's like in X-Men land, like Storm, right. the Storm Chasers. And it was raining, but it was so it was the only thing running and no one was there. So my kids rode it probably a dozen <laughs> times in a row. And oh, I wrote it with him oh three times God. in a row and I did not get sick. It was, it was incredible. So I was, wow. really that's another one you have to, you have um, to, I was, you have to know where to, how to, where to look. I do think that's a huge part of it. Yep. Yeah. You have to spot. I think you're right. You have to, um, all tips. Yeah. We're pros here. We're pros. This isn't no hobby. No, I'm not a pro. I'm just I'm just Um, old and I've had to do this a lot. So I've had to figure it out. I also have gotten sick. Maybe we should think the only thing I really felt ever sick on one time was uh, mission space. That one one time like took me out for about an hour or two. Like I felt so bad. I don't I've never really liked that ride, but I always want to do it because I want to love it. But it uh it's one that has gotten me before. Yeah. Well, maybe we should try to find one of these like professional roller coaster riders that travels everywhere and does it for a living and have them as a guest <laughs> to get tips from them. I think that would be fascinating, actually. Yeah, give us pointers. But hey, there's there's stuff on there's there's some Disney Plus news. There's there's a few new things out, and we got the date for Lightyear already, August third. Mm-hmm. Um, Lightyear is going to be on Disney Plus, which I have successfully not spent money to see it in the theater yet. Um, so I'm excited to see it on Disney Plus. Yeah, I felt my like 60 bucks. That, my review, which I thought was good, it wasn't good enough for you, and you just decided not to go. Well, so no, it was just there's other. Okay, so a family of six, right? It's so much money to go to the theater that we went and saw Thor. Thor came out, so we weren't going to see. We had to see that because it was just up the list. I still haven't seen Jurassic World. That's on the list. I still haven't seen Elvis, which JD was like, you oh have, my you gosh. have to see you it. You got to see Elvis, and I'm, I'm dying see to Elvis see that again. So I only, you know, I, I, I only have so much time, and then there's so well, you many guys trips have a lot of make. soccer, and, and then the and new sports um, too. You've got so many things going on. It's been a busy, busy summer, but we still have those on the list. But Lightyear, I said, if you don't go the first weekend and the reviews aren't great. You know, it just sort of goes down the back burner. It's not that I don't want to see it. It's just yeah. that it's not a priority. And I think that's what, mm-hmm. the way it was with most people, too. It's not, oh, it's okay. But it's one, you know, there's a, it's in the category in my mind. And it may change once I see it. But it's in the category of my mind of um, I can wait till streaming. Especially since it's now oh, yeah. a week away. Like, it's, it's yeah. pretty fast. Yeah. 
Yeah. Any, yeah it's super any, fast. I was going to say, anything else that's coming out that you know of Disney Plus that you've seen? Have you watched anything new? Well, a couple of weeks ago, they put Doctor Strange on there, uh, Multiverse of Madness, which uh, I haven't had an opportunity to see it yet, but I'll definitely watch it again. Uh, it, it really is crazy how they put them on Disney Plus so quick. I mean, so Lightyear and both. I mean, they just came out. You just go see them in the theater, and then it feels like two days later, you can yeah. watch them on repeat. It's very interesting. The new, the it's new like, age It's streaming. like they're just the, – the movie it theater is, or for the people they know are going to go – and then they're going to come right back really fast. But you just have to wait six months. Right. Yeah. Well, I, that strategy is interesting, and they have to know it's it's a moneymaker for them. Because there is, for the big movies like Doctor Strange, like Thor, like something like Top Gun, I, I have to see it in the theater, right? It's just a different experience. And I'm also going to watch it on Disney+. Plus. And for anybody who didn't see it in the theater, think of what what – Disney Plus is, and I was just reading an article in Yahoo Finance about this, Disney Plus is the dominant streaming platform where Netflix is wow. hemorrhaging users, Disney Plus is not. And partially mm -hmm. it is, you know this great content is coming quick and it's nonstop. And whether it's a new series like Kenobi or or some of the Marvel stuff or Miss Marvel or all those things, um, you, or Doctor Strange is going to drop that quickly. How can I get rid? I can't get rid of it. I can't stop my subscription because there's too much good stuff coming. And I think they're kind of hitting the sweet spot of we need to get ten dollars right. a month from everybody, and we need to get them to go to the theater for the experience. And we're going to get all these people and get all your money every way we well, can. Well, I also noticed. Um, well, you know, Buzz Lightyear. Um, I mean, the Lightyear had a did not have a great box office uh, opening, but Thor really did. Then I saw in the news like it had a the next weekend it really dropped fast, so it was like everybody that was really dying to see it must have gone the first week, and then it, it trails off, and so that might be why we're seeing things come really fast. They know that the the one crowd is going to really go that first week, and then it's going to start dropping, and they don't want that. They want to get it on the streaming fast. Who knows? Yeah, we're about to talk about about Thor and our thoughts and why that might, may or may not be. Um, for sure, mm -hmm. and we'll transition to that. But I do think it's it's really fascinating, and I do still, man, Disney Plus, in my mind, is the best value for any TV streaming service that I can't imagine not having with my kids. They're, they're watching it all the time now, um, just looking for random things to watch, and it's like there's the content never ends. A matter of fact, side note to that, do you miss Marvel? Have you seen the Rotten Tomatoes very high. on Miss Marvel? Aren't they? It's the highest of any Marvel yeah. series yet, 98%. And I have not watched it yet. So I'm mm -hmm. really excited to watch it. One of my, my son's story, yeah. my 10-year-old my has, and he loves it. He says it's great. You got to watch it. And now that Rotten Tomato reviews sort of agree, and it's kind of flown under the radar. So I think we need – I need to – have y'all watched it? Have, have y'all been able it. to watch I, it I've heard, I've heard people watch it that have liked it, I, so – yeah, I'm, I don't know. I don't know what to think about. It. So, I mean, I haven't watched it yet either. I mean, we're all busy schedules. The Rotten Tomato scores are out of this world. Um, it's very interesting. That's the highest ever, especially when we've had so many great series. I yeah. mean, that's not a light state. That's not a light statement because we've had some good uh, series. I've been looking at some of the comments just from you know just random people on any Rotten Tomatoes, any Disney. Marvel, you know, they post something, then they have thousands of comments. And it doesn't seem like it's everyone's favorite show, which is interesting to see such a mixed review 
Uh, I think it's probably a little bit of a, you're having people who, I mean, I don't know if it's more of a PG show, maybe for more kids. It's like a Disney channel. Yeah, for kids. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's some disappointment there, and that's why there's skepticism. I need to watch it to really know why people are so mixed emotions about it. Um, but it's very flipped as far as uh, seeing reviews great and then some hardcore Marvel fans are saying this is the worst show we've gotten yet. You know, so it'll be interesting for us all to watch it and then maybe we can review it. And see what I think there's think. two interesting things about that. One, it's it, the character, there's a little bit of confusion on the character from the Doctor Strange character, you know, uh, Amer- Miss America, right? Because they they kind of, we all got confused about that. My kids too, and we kind of figured that out pretty quick. No one's heard of this character really before, unless you're a hardcore comic fan. So there's that to overcome. And then it does, it looks like it was marketed more for kids. So the, the vast Marvel kind of consumer is not, hasn't, ju- like we haven't seen it yet because it didn't, wasn't much watch TV to us, m- must watch TV. So I think it's interesting. My oldest, my, my teenager actually said it's better. He told me, you know, it's good. It's better than Hawkeye, but he, I didn't like it as well as Loki. Um, so, mm. it, but it's, but even that it's, all the Marvel yeah. shows have been incredible. You know, it's just varying degrees of of which is our favorite, and that may have to do with who's our favorite character. There's a lot of reasons why. Like, WandaVision's my favorite because it's so strange and weird. Um, but but that's not necessarily because it's the best one made. It's just my taste, right? Um, so it's it, at very least, it, I think it's hanging with the quality of the rest of them. And apparently she's going to play a big role in the future MCU too, so it might be important to see going forward as well hmm. so awesome. that said marvel moving on yeah we all saw thor did you see I it did. opening weekend it, uh, first thursday of all? night opening night preview did you get the um saw, did, yeah. did you have access oh, yeah. to the thor no that, um the, the um, closest amc ball? theater was too far so but uh I, I did get the the me as well i got the cup <laughs> But uh, right. <laughs> uh, no, the the nice. Thor hammer. But uh, but uh, uh, my daughter Glory and East and her boyfriend Easton got one. So <laughs> there's one in the family. We got it. Counts. Awesome. There That's super cool. So let, let me opening weekend made a hundred million dollars. It was the first time in a long time that they've had back to back a hundred million dollar opening weekends with Minions and then Thor. Um, so what were let's let's start. Who wants to go first? What were your impressions? Let's go overall. No we'll first. Get into specifics here in a second. Well, let's talk about. Do we have, do we have any expectations? Like I would love to hear. Like what were y'all expecting? Were y'all expecting to be blown away? Did y'all read anything before watching it that you were kind of watching for, or were you just open minded? I was. I didn't know any reviews going in, but it's yeah. Thor. This is a big Marvel yeah. movie that's been hyped. Yeah. Um, we've been waiting for this a long time, so expectations are super high. I think just by yeah, just by by default, right? I, I actually I had a yeah. spoiler before I yeah, went from, where uh, I heard somebody mention the Rotten Tomatoes uh, scores, so I knew that critically it wasn't scoring very high, but I didn't know what the public was thinking when I went. Yeah. Yeah. Personally, the first two Thor movies are probably on the lowest totem pole of Marvel movies for me. If I ranked every single Marvel movie, the first two are, are not anywhere on, on my top list. 
Um, again, still Marvel, still decent movies, just not you know one of my favorites. But Ragnarok gave Thor all the respect in the world to me as far as movies. Uh, I loved it. It's probably on one of my top lists. I uh, really, really liked every aspect of it. So that was the expectation there of this could be really good, you know, or it could be a you know, it could go either way. Um, the only review I read was before going in, it said something like, you know, focus too much on making the audience laugh that it lost, you know, plot in that. So that was the only thing I had in my mind to watch out for. Uh, which this guy, I'll just go ahead and kind of start the conversation with. Um, that that was kind of the lens I was watching through as I was watching it, which I think kind of helped me get past some of the scenes that might should have been a little more serious. Um, I did laugh a lot. I laughed a lot. I really did enjoy it. Definitely would not say it was a bad movie. Um, let me <laughs> let me get some thoughts out. <laughs> I've got some I've got some notes here because I wanted to make sure I didn't miss anything. Let's get it out. Well, while he's doing Alrighty, that. So, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. So Gore, let's just start out with, with our villain. We've got Christian Bale, one of the the goats, literally, of our of that generation of acting. He's a great actor and he was our villain. I thought he was one of my favorite villains. I've seen in any MCU movie, he was definitely the highlight reel for me. Mm. Um, I kind of got Voldemort vibes, which yeah, I don't know I if that you. was intentional or not, um, but just that awful spooky feeling. But also, um, he actually has a story there. There's a reason behind what he's doing. I love the opening scene. I thought that was brilliant. It had me locked in from the first minute of the movie that this was serious. This is big plot stuff. This isn't just... Oh, uh, we've got a little side mission we're doing. This is this guy's killing gods, which is pretty insane and pretty just a, a, a cool sentence. Um, but so great job. I'm so happy he was able to, to be in the movie. Um, he was 100% my favorite part of the movie. What do you Yeah, you go first. Uh, go ahead, David. I, I, I completely agree. I thought he was incredible. Um, I, I just judging by your tone, I think I like the movie more than you did generally. Um, but yeah. Christian Bale, and this is one of the things I think made it work so well. I think this is my biggest complaint with movies that I don't that don't grab me quite uh, as as well. The bad guys aren't bad enough, right? <clears throat> I thought that his character arc and and his kind of descent into um, the pain that caused him to to kind of become that that villain was believable. I thought his acting was incredible. It's not like, and what's amazing about Christian Bell is you never look at him and say, oh, there's there's Bruce Wayne or, oh, there's, you know, all these other characters he's he's played. It's a whole new guy. Like, it's a whole, he's just embraced, embraced this character. The other thing I felt, it was so emotional to me, those opening scenes where it addresses in a weird way just crises of faith people have. These are real world things that when people lose a loved one, I, I have friends that say, I prayed for God to heal. You know, we're talking a fictional God. It's a whole nother, but the, but the feeling and the emotion of I've prayed for this to happen and he didn't hear me 
or whatever, and I'm not sure it's real, or now I'm angry as a result. It, it kind of in a very tiptoes around, but taps right into that. And I'm, and it's sort of a fictionalized version of, of real world um, trauma and, and emotions. It's a comic version of it. And from the very beginning, I'm already super interested in why he would do this. I'm also interested in this, this God that he, he is, he worshiped and was let down by that really you want, you like, you're almost on his side. You're like, I get this. Yeah. Kill that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I totally get it. Like, why is that guy being such a jerk? You know, um, I'll just get new followers and it's sort of, and that's a little more, you know, fictionalized, but in a, in a way, um, I don't want to get too, too, de- I, my mind always immediately goes to, um, the lesser God, little G gods of, of kind of, of lore and myth and legend and, and, and how those might relate in some way to, um, I don't want to say it's fiction, right? But how those might relate <laughs> to things that let us down that are either symbolic or maybe even real that we put our faith and trust in and they let us down and then we're, we're angry and we hate them as a result. And I thought that opening scene where that God, you know, he's fat and he's eating and there's all the, he's in the perfect oasis. And had he just shown up like five minutes before, there's parallels that are strong and emotional there. And then you go throughout the movie with and interactions with the other gods. And even Thor himself, you know, is in a crisis of, he has all this power, but he's, it's misplaced and he, it's not coherent. And he's sort of, you know, too bravado and has this arrogance about all of the gods you interact with in the store, in the movie, kind of play to this, you sort of understand and sympathize with Christian Bell's villain a little bit, right? And you see like even Zeus, we'll get to that in a minute too, but the question was about Christian Bell. I thought he was believable. I agree he's one of the better villains in in the uh, MCU. Um, I mean, up there, as far as interesting villains, you know, up there with Thanos, up there with some of them, you know, um, I totally agree with that. I thought he, he, had it not been for him, I may have a less favorable version of uh, you of the movie. But I thought he was a he was a great he was reality yeah. in the movie. You know, does that make sense? Where the rest of it is mm-hmm. bri- is b- bright and yeah. and humorous, even when it shouldn't be or whatever. He's yeah. the the he's the. Yeah, anchor, I also thought right? I thought uh, it was great. It was about about losing faith, but also about losing hope. Because not only did he lose his daughter, which sorry, if you haven't seen it yet, these are a lot of spoilers. But uh, he 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 also is told like, "There's nothing else for you. There's no better. There's no there's no af- yeah." And you were stupid yeah. for was, ever thinking like otherwise. The rug had just mm-hmm. been pulled out on everything he believed about everything. So uh, yeah, so I think that mm-hmm. that did. Uh, was a very strong opening scene, and I, you think this is going to be the tone of the movie, but then it's it changes a whole lot from there. But but anyway, I, th- I thought he did an incredible yeah. job. I thought he did a great job. I, I think I heard somewhere that they they changed his appearance from the comic book character because it looks a lot like Voldemort, but I'm not sure if that's true. I've heard people compare that, so I wondered about that. Mm. Interesting. So what? So what? Else? I'm getting vibes that from you, JD. That 
it wasn't your favorite Marvel movie. But you also said that your first yeah. two Thor movies weren't your favorite either. Do you think yeah. it's, a, it's a character thing that you just don't kind of relate to this guy as much, or what do you what do you think no, it is? No, I think it's a movie problem. Man, I love it. I love it. I mean, I, I I would actually say I enjoyed the movie. I would. De- I mean, I definitely. The thing is, the thing is, Marvel is just so good. It's a bold statement, and you can't say that lightly to say yeah. this is one of my favorite Marvel movies. Gotcha. Just because for me, I'm thinking Captain America, Winter Soldier, you know, movies that I I can't pick anything apart because I think it's all so great. Um, and I'm looking at movies now that I'm saying, okay, I still like it. I still enjoy it. Uh, I'd still watch it again. Um, so let's go through that. You I loved was, Christian yeah. Bale and the villain. What else did you love about it? Let's go through that. I enjoyed, I really loved this, whoever came up on the drawing board of really looking at, you know, exploring this world of gods. You know, that's my biggest question of always looking at Marvel. Of, okay, how does Cap- Captain America go against Thor? Or, you know, in the comics, you know, you see different, you know, superheroes go against gods and things like that. And then you're like, well, are there some, you know, a- extremely, you know, you see Odin, who is kind of seen as a superior god who's just dominated the god realm. And then you see other gods who just aren't as significant. Um, so that was another point on my list that I want to hear y'all's perspective of, of what did y'all think of Zeus, Russell Crowe and Zeus? Did y'all like that? Did that bother y'all? Did that feel like high quality plot? What did y'all I think? I think uh, that whole scene was the most confusing segment to me like i i didn't i didn't like zeus i was surprised that uh thor killed zeus (laughs) to get to get his weapon that felt kind of out of character for a hero um it it just felt kind of gratuitous like we've got to get a scene where you know we show thor's backside and so here we go and so that felt a little uh weird to me it was just that whole scene just felt yeah it just but it got and, and he said that he's he talks about that in an interview <laughs> i saw that he said yeah we just i had to get this i had to get that in so um but uh that it just felt like that and i just didn't think he was i didn't think zeus was funny he wasn't very likable so kind of didn't care that he got hit with the thunder with a lightning bolt but it was still kind of strange and and across the board I did like the movie too I was I'm about like JD well, I liked it my one thing was that sometimes I I know the the whole movie I liked it and when I it's when I get out and I start thinking back and I started realizing like Thor is like getting uh, it's like did the did the alcohol you know when he got heavy did it affect his brain because he's he just doesn't seem very bright anymore and he he doesn't seem very heroic he's just kind of he's in the plot but he doesn't feel like a lead sometimes like he's just a part of a a cast of of their character so that was the one thing that kind of confused me let me just to, to jump on that, and then I'll get back to the Zeus and the gods part that Dave, John David said. Do you think – so isn't it interesting that, you, that I think yeah. the way you just described how you felt about Thor is the same way the Guardians are feeling about Thor and their yeah. interactions with him. They're kind of annoyed with him. They're kind of 
glad mm-hmm. to part ways. And and you just <laughs> expressed even the look on your face. You look like Star Lord right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and maybe that's what they're trying to somehow make us not. He's not. Well, as you're always good at that for yes, some reason. You were but good I want to set that aside. I think that's an interesting that with point. With Kenobi, to make. when I was like going, "What is this?" I mean, you kind of said, "You kind of remind me why he's broken." And here, so you know, that's yeah. that's probably we're just supposed to still. He's still in the journey. He's still, you know, now with a new with a new finale of the movie, maybe, and it says Thor will return. Maybe in the next one, he's going to have more purpose and more, you know, drive and, you know more of that back I, and it, like, sure it didn't keep no, me from enjoying more grounded the movie. and humbled it, it, right i just uh I, I also noticed one thing is that i we had a pretty full theater and people weren't laughing like there was not a lot of laughter and i was going there's a lot of humor in this why is nobody uh i heard more laughter i think in Lightyear with the socks the cat and so i was going nobody mm-hmm. why is it and maybe it was just uh there's, there's like Heavy drama every time Christian Bale's on the screen, and then it gets kind of, kind of in silly world again. So I don't know. It's just uh, I need to see it again. I hope it comes to, um, you know, Disney Plus really fast because yeah. I need to go back and process it again. I didn't get to see it yeah. twice like I did like here, where I can really, yeah. So back back to. I was going to say, back to the God scene, though, with Zeus and what we thought about the Russell Crowe character. I agree. He's not likable at all. And they did not even make any attempts to make him likable. Um, they make him gratuitous. They make him arrogant. They make him um, apathetic, just sort of um, fat and happy. And in some of the you know Greek right, mythology, some of the problems they have are due to that, right? When you don't have problems, you have problems. Um, yet, it also, for me, I, I agree. My least favorite part, was that I don't know what my expectations were knowing that he was going to be in it and these characters are going to be introduced but the whole kind of um kind of the 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 council of the gods if it were that that was a bit confusing how that all went down and worked I totally agree with that however it did and on hindsight make a little more sense of questions that I've asked going in which was if there are all these characters and all these gods and all these powerful beings where were they when Thanos was you know snapping the world well, now we know a little bit. Yeah. They're apath- a lot of these are apathetic. They don't care. You know, they make it. They're yeah. only concerned about themselves and their happiness and their their hedonism. And that's what you would expect from Greek literature. You know, this right. is some of the the plot lines of all of that stuff, right? And we're going to get more of it apparently too. So I actually yeah. I didn't know what to expect from Zeus. It's not what I expected to see. But at the same time, I think they're trying to make us not like him. At the same time, this is, I think, the problem a lot of us have is some of those very traits that we see in that chamber are things we see from Thor throughout the movie. You see him on an arc towards that, and then it's only when some kids get kidnapped and this guy is killing gods that he kind of like, well, we got to go get help. And we got this is the thing that'll get me back to, you know, um, yeah, this is a worthwhile fight again, right? and and so I, I think we're 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 getting these mixed like they're apathetic they have nothing to live nothing to do nothing there's there's wasting time you know wasting away their lives you know getting involved in little skirmishes here and there that really make them look good and make them feel better but aren't really making a difference or moving the needle in the world or people's lives and then they get here and he thinks he has an issue and then when it's not like that 
he's I think he in a way in a weird way he's up against a mirror with yes. Zeus. Does I that make think, sense? I didn't think of that. I'm going to mm. have to start going to see yeah. these movies with oh, for you. Sure. I mean, <laughs> see, I can process after the movie. But <laughs> there you go. Well, but you're right. You're right, Dustin. Though, because I mean, even in that first that that first scene, you'll notice when the Guardians were out fighting, Chris Pratt literally Starlord has to come in and say, "Hey, Thor, like we need you." Like he's not already out there fighting. Like they have to come in and say, "Hey, you got to come fight," because like it's you got to come help us. He he didn't want to do it. You know, he wasn't out there already. Yeah, and they they so hide a lot of the issues with with humor, right? You know, he blows that castle up, and they don't want to yeah, talk, don't talk about, about it. Got the, and you can't say it, but it's sort of like, oh, you know, sorry about that. Right, that was a great scene. I laughed a lot there. I thought that was pretty. But I thought that whole scene and scenario sort of set up who Thor is. He's now self consumed. He's on a self discuss. It's kind of in a way mocks the whole like, I gotta find myself thing. You know, this is it's very selfish. It, it, it can be if you know anybody. I'm on a journey to find myself. It, it's yeah. sort of like it that can be a journey of selfishness, right? And it, but it's also a process people have to get through to realize that it's not about you. And I think we're seeing Thor on that journey. Maybe I'm overthinking it, but that's sort of why I think he doesn't come across as super lovable and and like the Thor we've always known and loved who's, you yeah. know, right going after Than- Thanos, right, in, in Infinity War. Um, yeah. So he, he's so damaged and trying to wh- bounce back. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, good. I'm just interested. Where does this rank on your list? I mean, you definitely seem like you enjoyed it. We all enjoyed it. But Dustin, like, where would you rank it against Ragnarok or yeah. some of the other – like what? How would you compare it to the other Marvel I stuff actually, we've been doing? So getting? I liked it better than Ragnarok. So, um, okay, and gotcha. I, and my I won't say this. I, I don't know if I liked it as well as Doctor Strange in, in the Madness Multiverse of Madness, which weirdly yeah. is. I know I'm in the minority of that being up there for me, but I love that movie. Um, but it's up there. I lo- I loved this movie. My 13 year old says it's his like second or third favorite Marvel movie of all time. Um, behind Infinity War and in Endgame, he listed like on oh, Spider-Man, um, the new Spider-Man, No Way, No Way Home. Yeah, um, he said those are probably my favorite too, but this is right there next. And I asked him why, and he said, "Man, it was funny. It was bright." Then the, the Guns and Roses soundtracks underneath the all of the fight mm-hmm. scenes, it was just loud. And then there's this this other thing that's taking place that I wanted to get to, and I, I don't want to like jump ahead, but there is you realize that the pa- so Christian Bale's character losing his daughter is an exact parallel to to Thor losing Jane who is now who's suffering cancer he doesn't know it till the end and they both have to deal with loss at the same moment and kind of process that together and we don't get to see the aftermath too much of that we do some co- comic stuff where he's taking care of his daughter i thought that whole ending was beautiful was just sort of like um the last the last 20 minutes or so um to me just was a perfect ending and just wrap the bow right on the package and sets up for a new Thor arc in the future um, where him and Christian Bale actually meet eye to eye. They're going through the same thing. One is a God. The other has no faith or trust in gods, but the guy who had lost his faith and hope and was the God killer now has to put his trust in another God to, to, for mm-hmm. everything to move forward. And then another human who had become a god temporarily is going to die. 
showing the frailty of all. And then he's got to process that and loss and, and all of this happening at the same time. That's why I really want to see it again. I think there are layers to this that are super poetic that just kind of, um, that I think you miss on a, on just kind of, I think some of the, the Guns N' Roses soundtrack and some of the humor uh, soften some of this stuff, probably in a good way, because you don't want to be depressed and you don't want to be sitting there like, oh my gosh, cancer and kids kidnapped and, you know, all this crazy stuff happening and, and loss and death and loss of hope and loss of faith. But it's a tongue-in-cheek Marvel way of dealing with those huge issues. Well, that I'm I excited to hear kind of, that. Now I'm, I'm kind of brilliant. Really ready to go back and see it again. Yeah, and I liked it again the first time, but you've you've uh, you've got me looking for some new things when I go back <laughs> and watch it again. So I appreciate that. That's one of the things I love about Disney is that we all mm. come from different perspectives sometimes, and you you need to hear somebody else's take on something to be able to go back and go, oh yeah, I see that. Like when I talk about even old classic stuff, sometimes that you guys don't see it, but when I go, do you realize this? And then you go, oh, I didn't know that. And so it kind of changes your perspective. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I did there laugh. Other, there are lots yeah. of cameos in this too. I like did laugh when, when Melissa McCarthy first of all, we got, came out. I did think that was really yeah, funny. Go ahead. <laughs> there is her. Yeah, was there is, um, of course, you have. Of course, Jane. It wasn't a secret that that Natalie Portman is reprising her role, but I think that was a big deal. Yeah. She's one of my favorite actresses, like just across the board. Mm -hmm. She's incredible, and. Um, and I thought she she I thought she was also brilliant. Like Christian up there with Christian Bale and how she portrayed it, a human who's just looking for hope, who has this bigger purpose in her life that she's dealing with all these things. I thought she was great. Um, did you guys and you saw Idris yes. Alba at the end, also back as his role? Did you see him? You know, mm. at the, the yeah. very end. And then you had Matt yeah. Damon as the actor Loki. I mean, yeah. that was awesome. And Luke Hemsworth as actor yeah. Thor. I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. And Melissa McCarthy, like you said, that whole thing just made me laugh. Was every <laughs> hey, time and my he, other he favorite screen, thing was the uh, I, I laughed. It was the fantastic. screaming goats. I thought that um, was really mm -hmm. fun. Oh. So my kids, it got a little annoying. That's the one thing that got a little annoying okay. to me. But my kids, every time that happened, are just dying laughing. I mean, it was it was kind no of the perfect. Way. Oh, they That's loved hilarious. it. They loved it. That's hilarious. That was yeah. That was me and McKay's only thing where McKay like looked at me <laughs> during the movie and was like, "All right, they have screamed probably thirty <laughs> times. Like, are they going to keep who, screaming through the outer space?" I was like, "I, I don't know." But again, it's another know. it's another device to take a serious, yeah. bloody, violent moment and then just add a little bit of levity. It's it's kind of a contrast, yeah. and I guess it can be disorienting a little bit. But I also think there, there's a reason for it too. And I I, I actually would agree with McKay. I was a little bit slightly Who annoyed at the end, the but goats. my kids thought it was like the best part of the movie. <laughs> was That's it a real goat, or is that an actor screaming for That's the a great goat. question? Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, but you had Cat Dennings back as Darcy Lewis. That was cool. Um, you, Idris Alba, Russell Crowe as Zeus. You had oh, how about this? Brett Goldstein as Hercules, and at the very end in the in the post credit scene, oh, we get yeah. to see Herc Zeus is actually alive. 
spoiler alert, and he has his son, Hercules, and he's about to tell him how he's going to go. And it's played by Brett Goldstein, who is one of my favorite characters in all of television, Roy Kent in the show Ted Lasso. He's known as a, a wow. grumpy, potty mouth soccer player who plays for a- ASC Richmond in the show Ted Lasso. Um, and he has the, the look on his face. When, we, when he comes on the screen, it's another one of those moments where I'm like, oh, yeah, I cannot wait to see him in a... He's just a great character and a great actor that I'm super excited about seeing in the future as well. Um, no, I have not seen. Did you, Ted Lasso. Did you notice we, him? Did you, Apple you know? Plus have you seen is like Ted the Lasso? Only one we don't have, and so I've not seen it yet. Okay, without a doubt, and the language is bad, but it is the best show, the best comedy on television, save The Office wow. of the last you know decade. It's that good. Season three is about to come out. It's fantastic. Um, but then there were other... Did you realize that um, Gore's daughter um, at the end, who... who um, I don't know if you knew this, and I, I read this later, but that is actually Chris not. Hemsworth's daughter in real life. India Rose Hemsworth. Did you know that? That's his... And his other kids are in it too. Kid Thor, where he's running and he's a kid and he grows... That's one of his kids, um, Chris Hemsworth kids. And then there's another one of his kids who's one of the Asgardian children captured by Gore. I had so heard all they of were his in it, kids but I didn't the family know that was thing. They're all in the movie. Playing. Pretty cool. That's Natalie funny. Portman's children are also in the group of kidnapped kids. Also. That's crazy, yeah. thought that was really cool. So all of that to say, I, I actually, I, I love this movie. It, again, I wouldn't say it's my favorite Marvel of all time, but man... When I think of when I think of movies, okay, let's put it like this: Would would I, am I excited to watch it again? And if it came on, would I stop and watch it? There are some that I would not. This is definitely one that I would. It's in the upper half for me. I absolutely love this movie. Um, you so go first. What, what would you guys? If you, you're rating you've it like loved, a one I mean, to ten scale, where yeah. would you guys put it? I'm gonna say I'm gonna wow I'm gonna say eight and a half. Wow, like okay. eight and a half. Like I would rewatch this again, and and it's just. And I think it's setting up something mm. even cooler and better. I'd probably rank it at like 6.85, <laughs> like almost a 7, like really close to 7. Like it's up there. Like I would definitely watch it. That's a good, like I would watch it again. But I wouldn't, if I watched it again, I'd probably be on my phone. I probably wouldn't be like intensely. Now, I mean, the climax, I agree, Dustin, that climax and like the fight scenes, between Thor and Gore, I think were so cool. And the way that Gore would like swoop in, swoop out. I mean, amazing. Great scenes. I enjoyed those scenes, but it, it just got a little draggish in some areas. That I was, love oh, when the yeah. kids started fighting. I don't know why, but yeah. when they kind of all got the power and they're all <laughs> yeah. as guardians, so it made sense. I thought that was soon. And that little girl yeah. with the with the teddy bear. Yeah. It was it was so cool. These kids were so frightened and fearful, and now they get to their their heroes, and they were told the whole all along. He's telling them, and you don't believe him because of the character arc that he you just don't buy anything this guy's saying. Be brave, you know, you're gonna have to do this when he sort of like gets done. Yeah, I yeah. told him just to kind of give him something. And then they actually do. So you're glad yeah. that pays off at the I end. I see. All right. Well, that's good. David, I think so what about you, David? Really Sorry, good, I, I keep, y'all really keep good. saying yeah, stuff and I keep thinking of more things that I, that really I, haven't I love even, about it. haven't even thought about or remembered. So I, I know that's why it's really important to see it a second time. But I think I'm about like JD. I, I would feel like six felt too low, but seven sounds like a, 
a good score to me. So, um, but I think I think that's about what it is on Rotten Tomatoes, right? In, in the seventies. Not yeah, I think it's it's sixty eight percent from it's the six, but that's from the Actually, critics, 6. right? Eight five, right. yeah, <laughs> just what JD said, pretty much. Y'all are right on it. What is the? I think Y'all it's right on it. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's, that's the why I, would, I, I think I would have stuck um, with like a seven, audience score is 78, uh, 78 from the audience, 68 from was, there. Is there uh, mainly because I'm thinking Ragnarok, and I and I it is one of my favorites probably, and so I probably comparing it a little to that. But I'm going to go back and see it again, and I'm going to go back and think. I was going to. I also want to point out. That I thought the the fight yeah. scenes. I thought Christian Bale with the sword was like he had been handling a sword. All his life, like I, I, that, I noticed that, like he was very fluid with, with everything that he did. Almost like he's a dance. It's, it's pretty amazing. That guy, that guy might be, and I, it might be the greatest American living actor. I mean, I, I maybe that's contra- him or, or jo- Joaquin Phoenix. They're very like, committed. They're and just it's like, great yeah. in everything they're in. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, just, it's amazing. It's, it's like he's. I, when I guess he probably stays in character for weeks and just plays that plays that character nonstop because that's what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. So you are about you are about what Rotten Tomatoes is, right. and and I think so. We all like again. This is why I love Disney, right? We don't. We don't usually hate anything. That's just so people, if you've listened to this, you know, we're not going to trash things. We're just going to tell you the degree of which we like things or not. So I think that's really, really fascinating. You guys sound like you have pretty, pretty close to the same, the same take on it. Um, I think I'm a little more optimistic, like yeah. a little more I up th- on it than you guys. I think after but the man, things you I think pointed really out cool. when I go back yeah. and see I'm it definitely going to see it again. My, it's definitely my on my list. score might go up because those things that you pointed out, I really hadn't picked up on and those are things that I really enjoy, you know, discovering when I watch something several times. So yeah. It may be a curse, uh, I'll say a curse, maybe a blessing. I'm not sure. Everything I try to always I'm always thinking in terms of illustrations mm-hmm. of my of my faith and like things in the real and real and what the allegories might be. And sometimes I overdo that, but that's just sort of a default mode oh, that yeah. I can never turn that off. So I'm always looking yeah. for that. I find it in Star Wars, I, you know, yeah. all all these things. So um, um, it always makes things a little more interesting to me. And I've always been fascinated by the Greek gods and kind of like what, why, and those, where do those stories come from, and what are they trying to say? And it's it's always been con- it, honestly, yeah. it's still confusing to me. Um, but I find it fascinating. Yeah. I find it really fascinating. <laughs> so Roy Kent as Hercules is. I hope. One of the I hope they I'm make him. He looks about. like he might be a bad guy, but I hope he's got some good, good qualities, or it turns out to be a good guy. Because from my my favorite being my favorite Disney animated movie, Hercules, I hope he ends up being a, a good player. <laughs> they need to use him for the live action that, Hercules and really cross over Disney to MCU. That's a lot Dude, of Hercules content, and I'm here for it. Well, hey, guys, it's been fun. We want to thank everyone for listening and hanging in there with us. We'd love to know what you thought about Thor Love and Thunder. Let us know in the comments. Um, let us know. We can. You can always find us at whyilovedisney.com, Instagram, or Twitter. Um, we also would love it if you leave a, leave a five-star review for us and share an episode with a friend. That would help us out a lot. But until next time, guys, it's been fun. Great Thank talking you for your to time. you. Yeah, it's been awesome.